Hello, and welcome to One Real Good Thing, where we dive into one thing you can do today to propel your life in a healthy direction. I'm Ellie Krieger, and in this episode, I'm talking with Patricia Bannon, a nationally recognized registered dietitian nutritionist, healthy cooking expert, and captivating communicator, inspiring millions of people to eat and live well. She also happens to be a good friend of mine. Her One Real Good Thing is inspired by her new book, From Burnout to Balance, 60 plus healing recipes and simple strategies to boost mood, immunity, focus, and sleep. Her one thing is learn the power of saying no. Patricia Bannon, it is so good to have you here. Welcome. Welcome to One Real Good Thing. So excited to be here. Um, So I remember many years ago, I don't even know how many years ago because I can't keep track of time at all, but I remember we were walking in Los Angeles where you live and I was visiting and you were telling me about this book that you wanted to write. Um, And here it is. It's out. It's from burnout to balance. And I'd love for you to share a little bit about why you wrote this book. Yeah. So, um, well, you have so many books under your belt, but this is something that I feel like one of the, one of the longest books ever in production um, because I had an experience with burnout uh, about five years ago where I was just really exhausted. It was kind of that um, realization after the fact, like it was years of financial struggles, personal challenges and so forth. And then um, trying to get pregnant at an older age and going through IVF and creating a blended family. And it all worked out. But I realized at that point, once I realized it all worked out, you know, your body can kind of shut down. And so then I was like, wow, I'm completely spent. I need to recharge. And so then I started sharing my story with some girlfriends and some colleagues. And I realized so many women had a story to tell. Either they were in burnout or they experienced it. I researched it and, you know, part of nutrition and wellness is so much of that recharge and simplifying your life. And so um, that's what led to me wanting to write this book. And I'm happy um, Rodale signed on and the book is now out and it's part cookbook, part health book. Yeah. So, and there's so many wonderful recipes that kind of can help um, really essentially healing from many of the issues, sort of physical ramifications of burnout, basically. But I love how you describe what burnout even is, because I think we throw this term around, but I don't think most people even realize, I certainly, I'm not sure if I'm clear on that. Like, what is burnout anyway, compared to maybe I'm just tired some days, or I'm just feeling like I need a break, or is what's the difference of that and burnout? Yeah, such a good question. And it's so easy to not exactly know what is stress and what is burnout. So, you know, stress is when you're feeling overwhelmed and maybe you're overly connected to every task, overly involved in everything. And burnout is when that stress has taken such a toll that you start to disconnect, you numb out, you're just going through the motions. And I have a little uh, comparison chart in the book. It's like, Stress is I'm tired. I have no energy. Burnout is I feel hopeless. I have no energy. You know, it's really when that stress has taken such a toll, but it's important to know this because then you can kind of know, hey, I'm in burnout or I'm so stretched that I'm starting to approach it, right? I'm starting to care less. I'm starting to disconnect from my family. Um, And so it's really important to know the difference and also kind of know what recharges you and what are those simplification things you need in your life to start to 
stress less, get out of burnout if you are in burnout. Yeah. And some of the symptoms of burnout sounds like symptoms of depression. So, I mean, as people who are listening now who are maybe feeling some of these things, I would say that if you're feeling that, really important to get like appropriate psychological care and go maybe consult a therapist, consult your doctor about how to move forward, because maybe some of this is depression. It's probably tied in with burnout in some way as well. Um, that is so important to point out. Yeah. And if, if you are feeling depressed, um, I mean, you can certainly be depressed and not be in burnout and not be stressed. However, being overly stressed and burnout can cause depression. So um, it's important to know the difference. It's important to seek help. In the book, I dive into the four core areas that I feel like we're most affected by burnout or being overly stressed, which is mood, immunity, focus, and sleep. And that mood chapter really dives into anxiety and depression. And there's also a list of resources at the back of the book for exactly what you're talking about. You know, if you're feeling overly depressed and I know today we're going to talk about the power of saying no and how that can really help yourself in terms of decreasing stress, not being in burnout. Um, but the power of saying no, I think it's also important to realize that if you're saying no to social activities because you're depressed um, or because you don't feel good about your, you know, yourself or your life or other things, that's different than what we're talking about today. Oh, that's, that's not a, real- a form of self-care. That's a red flag. Um, Maybe it's a red flag that you're in burnout, or maybe it has nothing to do with burnout, but it's a red flag that you're feeling overly down and depressed and isolating. And that's also a time where you want to get the resources you need and the help you need. That's a really great point. Thank you for bringing that up. So let's like dig into this. So learn the power of saying no. So that is your one real good thing. Why did you pick this particular thing? I mean, there's so many different elements of the book that you tap into, but why did you pick the power of saying no. You know, well, I I love you and I love your podcast and I love that you're simplifying things. So it's like, what is that one thing? So uh, you made me reflect in terms of the book and in terms of, you know, what is that one thing that can really be so powerful in your life? And no is a very small word that packs a very powerful punch. And If you're like me, it's really hard to say no because you're a people pleaser and you want to show up. And and also society has shown us that, you know, made us believe sometimes that saying no is impolite, you know, or inconsiderate. And really, it is a powerful, powerful form of self-care. Right. You want to sometimes be a yes person, right? I mean, I think that's almost like an identity, like I'm a yes person and I consider myself that actually, but I have learned how to say no because of many of the things that you're talking about. So just bringing my personal experience into this, if I feel overwhelmed with too much to do, too much on my plate, I'm pulled in too many different directions, I can't get the rest I need, I start to feel sad and blue. And even though I'm doing joyful things and enjoying my work, I just get kind of like I sludge through things. And I wouldn't say that I've ever experienced like full out burnout, except perhaps when I first had my daughter and I was a new mom and dealing with work and everything. I'm not sure if that was burnout or postpartum. It's kind of hard to suss these things out. But anyway, in my life, I have found that when I get that too much on my plate and I start to feel this feeling of feeling just like blue, I know how to fix it. And that is either get some things off my plate or get help doing things. So that 
learning how to say no to getting the things off my plate has been a critical strategy. And I think it makes all the difference. And it also takes some practice. So um, from your perspective, like what, why is saying, why is saying no so helpful? What does that do for you? I mean, I'm giving you my like personal experience, but do you have anything to add to that of why saying no can really be such a profoundly helpful tool? Yeah. So, well, thank you for sharing that because you're hundred percent doing the right thing. And that's probably why you've never experienced full out burnout is because you nip it in the bud. You are aware of the fact, you know, there's too much on your plate. It's affecting your emotions. It's affecting your happiness. And you start to empty your plate really and focus on yourself. And that's really the power of saying no. It is a form of self-care. It can give us self-esteem. It creates those healthy boundaries. And it's also a caring for other people, right? Because if you can't say yes to everything and excel at anything. So by saying no to a lot of the things on your plate, you're able to 100% show up for the things you say yes to, you know, to be there. I actually had a lot of distractions this morning um, before preparing for this interview with you. And I had to say, no, I'm not going to look at that now because it's going to put my mind in a different place or it's going to put me in a reactionary mode or it's going to, you know, put too many things going on instead of me, uh, you know, showing up and being here hundred percent with you today, which is what I wanted to do. So I think it's so important to say no so that we can really say yes to the things we care about. Yeah, absolutely. And I think what you're, what I think you're getting at here is that it also saying no and deciding to say no to certain things makes you prioritize. What is the most important thing to me? Maybe that's today. Maybe, you know, this interview is important to you in this hour, but maybe in the course of, you know, maybe it's also looking maybe broader at what's the most important thing to me. Yes, I'm going to be there definitely for my daughter. Yes, I'm definitely going to be there for this project I'm working on that's like really pivotal to my career, whatever it may be. It helps you prioritize as well, which is also a very healthy uh, way to think, I think. Um, 100%. So, so yeah. if you are like a yes person, right? <laughs> and you feel like you're disappointing people by saying no, it can be literally like painful. Someone emails you, asks you for a favor, asks you for a, to volunteer for this particular event, asks you to step up and be on the board of whatever. I mean, how do you actually say no, how do you do it? How do you move from being a yes person to saying no in an effective and kind way? Yes. So first of all, there is no right way to say no. It's just practice, 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 and find what feels most natural and what works best for you. So I have some suggestions here, some things that have worked for me, but again, there's really no right way. But one of the first things you can do is exactly what you just said, Ellie, which is when you get that request, pause, pause, think about, do you want to say yes or no? And it's also an opportunity to learn, you know, why am I feeling the desire to say yes? Is it to please? Is it to appear a certain way? Um, am I saying yes because, or am I feeling the urge to say no for some reason? Maybe it's because you don't enjoy this person. They stress you out. And that's an awareness. Maybe it's because it has nothing to do with the event or what they're asking you to do. Maybe it's just because you're feeling really stressed and you need that time to recharge. So when you feel that reaction of, 
um, will pause before you react. And then that pausing period really gives you an opportunity to learn. Um, but jumping into your question here, so how do you say no? Um, some tips I have in the book is to start small. It can be very uncomfortable to say no, especially when you're not used to saying no. Um, so start small, start with those no things where you know the person isn't gonna you know, react or take it too seriously. You know, Maybe it's telling your sister, no, I can't help with Thanksgiving this year. Um, because, you know, she'll be like, I totally get it, you know, or that friend who's like, I totally get it, you know, start with those small things where you can say no, because it's going to help you gain confidence. It's going to help you hear yourself saying those words, owning those words and moving on. So that's one thing you can do. So, so start with people who love you, who know you, and who will be take your words with a certain measure of kindness and, and understanding. Yes, exactly, exactly. Another thing you can do, if you really know, you know, you, you did that pause and you really know, I don't want to do this for whatever reason. Um, and you don't want to revisit it later. When you say no, close the window, you know, avoid phrases like I'd love to, but, or I wish I could, or maybe next time, because then it's going to come back to you and you got to go through all this again. <laughs> Just find that way to close the door, take a deep <laughs> breath you know, and just say no without those, you know, I'm, other I'm, phrases. I'm, I'm just imagining writing an email saying, there's no way I want to do this. And I never will. Period. <laughs> I mean, like, hey, you can't hey. really, <laughs> you can't write that. Right. So like, okay. <laughs> great, great, great. So then there's a way to phrase it. So it's not so harsh, right? We already are in a society where, you know, saying no is deemed as possibly being rude or, you know, selfish. So how do you do a quote unquote hard no, um, but make it sound graceful or kind? And one tip I've seen is to uh, sandwich it between two positives. Thank you so much for reaching out. Thank you so much for sharing your goals and challenges. I'm not able to take on new clients at the moment, but I highly recommend so-and-so. Um, and I, I do want to say there, because sometimes if I have somebody at my fingertips, I will do a recommendation um, so that you're giving them, you know, a gift in a sense where you're like, hey, I'm not able to do this. Um, you don't have to say why, uh, but give them a lead. Now, if you don't have a lead, it's not your job, right? You're not giving yourself a project. Now I have to find a replacement because I'm saying no. But oftentimes we know somebody and I find working for yourself and working in our diet community, you know, those referrals, are, it's good, good karma. Um, so that's something I've used oftentimes. Oh, that's a great tip. You know, I find actually, uh, when I say no, a lot of times I'll just be very forthright and say, thank you for this opportunity. It sounds wonderful, but I am not able to manage this right now. Uh, I say right now, I guess I'm not able to manage this because I'm really working on my work-life balance. And I can't take anything else on. And so I think literally even just openly saying that I'm working on work-life balance, I'm trying to care for myself. And this is the answer I need to give you for that reason. I feel like that even softens the blow and helps people understand what you're thinking, that you're not just like dismissing them or that you don't not value. I 100% agree. What and they're so doing. It's 
the irony is it's hard for me to say no. And then I wrote a book from burnout to balance. And then I use that sometimes like I'm trying to take my own <laughs> advice and move from burnout to balance. So I'm not able to take on anything else on my plate right, right now. You know that right now is okay. If you are willing to revisit it in the future, if your plate wasn't too full. Um, but again, if you have no intentions and it's not something you want to do, try to leave off that right now because they right. might come back to you six months later. <laughs> right. Exactly. And you do feel like somehow you have to say that, but you don't, you don't have to put that in there. And so actually maybe people could, could get your book and say, oh yes, I'm reading this book from burnout to balance. And it's really influencing me. I'm trying to work on this. So got to say no. <laughs> Thank you, Ellie. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely. And it is a practice. I mean, you say it's practice. It's not like any of these things really on this on this entire podcast, uh, one real good thing. It's all really things to start to practice and get into habits of doing. And that just doesn't change overnight. That doesn't become easy overnight, but it becomes easier with practice. And I think that's a big part of the point. It 100% becomes easier with practice, which is why sometimes starting small helps because you gain confidence. You also gain that language we're talking about, right? Um, you know, that example I just gave you of sandwiching it, that's just my standard response. If somebody wants, you know, seeks me out for nutrition counseling and I've got my plate full or I can't take on more clients. So you kind of come up with these standard responses that hopefully feel good to you and empowering to you, right? I mean, that is the goal, not to feel guilty um, but also when you say no to own it, because also so many times we're torn between two things we want to say yes to, you know, that can be really hard. Like I want to go to my friend's birthday weekend on this, you know, amazing trip, but I also really want to focus on my book and finishing my book because I had designated that weekend to do it. Um, so many times as a parent, right. It's like, we have a work obligation or other obligation. And then also we want to be there for our child. And so how do you choose those things? Again, there's really no right way, but take the guilt out of it if you can and just own whatever your choice is, because that's just so important for your well-being too. And again, whatever you're going to choose, and it also allows you to show up for it. Yeah, totally. Um, I love how you say turn FOMO into JOMO. So FOMO, in case somebody's hiding under a rock, is fear of missing out, right? And a lot of us are driven by this, like just maybe over schedule and overwhelm ourselves because we're afraid of missing out. We have FOMO. So you say turn it into JOMO. Talk about that. Yes, the joy of missing out. Um, you know, when we say yes and no to, even if you give yourself parameters, it changes over time. So I don't know about you, but the fear of missing out when I was younger might have been a big party. And now I might have the joy of missing out because I don't want to go to the big party. I just want to meet my one girlfriend and catch up over dinner and a glass of wine, right? Um, so yeah, you can turn it into the joy of missing out. I don't know about you, when COVID first hit, um, certainly there was huge anxiety and stress and everything else, but it was also weird because it's like suddenly all the appointments on your calendar cleared, right? It just created this vast um, mandatory, the world said no for you, um, which then opened up the opportunity for other things. Um, so my calendar cleared. We started to sit down and have dinner together as a family more often. Um, so yeah. I mean, the joy of missing out, it's different for everyone, but start 
realizing um, the beauty and the joy and the empowerment and the other opportunities that can come when you do say no. And then the calm that you can get from just having that time to recharge and process things and just have the time to rest and chill a little and not constantly be on the go or doing, doing, doing. I love my yoga teacher. She sometimes says, just be a human being instead of a human doing, right? And it's really nice to just take time to be a human being. So absolutely. Thank you for empowering us to do that through your book and through your one real good thing. Learn the power of saying no. I know I've walked away with some terrific tips. I don't know if there's anything you want to add before we um, say see ya soon. You know, um, just I think you summed it up. I think it's great. Good. Well, good. Thank you so much, Patricia. Great to have you here. And I'm signing up for that like relaxing night with a glass of wine with you next time you're in town here in New York and hopefully in LA if I'm there. I'm looking forward to it. Thanks so much for having me on, Ellie. Take care. You too. Thanks for listening. I hope you feel better equipped to embrace saying no as a form of self-care in your life. Go to elliekrieger.com to learn more about Patricia Bannon and join me next time for another One Real Good Thing.